live from downtown Farmington Hill. It's settling on the screen live. Your host is Janae Houselander Soroka. We're gonna do some Rocket League DLC giveaway. Watch Nick play for the very first time. Of course, we'll have the latest video game world record, especially for TwinGalaxies.com. What is up? Yeah, no, that is definitely not gonna happen. And that needs to go away. <laughs> Sorry, uh, catastrophe about two minutes ago. We're gonna do this for one second. There we go. And I need to do this. Sorry about this, folks. <laughs> oh my gosh. There we go. Hey, look at you. It's me, everybody. Oh my oh, goodness. Um, that's, that's Mike in the chair. There we go. Yeah. Maybe less. Long story short, we're short, we're down to man today. Uh, everything's, everything's cool, don't worry. Nothing's bad with Mike. Nobody well, what, what, what show are they watching? But you were watching Settled on the Screen Live, a uh, entertainment and informational show about. TwinGalaxies.com, yes. uh, high scores and shenanigans that goes on there. Um, and we got Glenn on the video chat. We've got... Hey, guys. Ed. What's going on, buddy? Hey, there he is. We've got, as always, Nick. Yes. Nick on the couch. It's where I sit. It's Holding where I live. Down. Holding on the couch. This side is definitely a little lower until I lose <laughs> some of... Lose some of the pounds. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Yes, yeah. we will definitely talk about lots of talk about my weight. Yeah, so let's, uh, let's get right into the scores. The high scores? Yeah. For the 31st of January, 2016. Oh, looks like we got Roger Blair Witch on the MAME. He is not from anywhere in uh, the world, actually. He's from the forest where you run. That's true. He is a, it's not a corporeal world record but um he did the the systems of a comporto but it's the main mission x cassette which means uh it's next to the van halen and the poison on the old prodigy uh points twenty four thousand two hundred and forty. congratulations roger well done you also made a bunch of those little stick things that look like people yes it's so creepy the rock piles and then like the goo on josh's backpack i mean the backpack through the map of the river Yes. You guys, are gonna be, you guys are going to be pissed at me. <laughs> All right. We've got for the Atari 2600 VCS Ghost Manor. Spooky. It's a spooky theme for the world records today. Oh, yeah. A lot of, uh, a lot of scares. Emulation. Game one. Difficulty BB. <clears throat> not to be confused with BB8. Uh, 337,509 points from Peter Nadlin down under Australia. Yes. Oh, that's a real city, too. Impressive. Yeah. No, that's where they got it from. I mean, it had to come from somewhere. It's not just the land down under. It was the land down under in down under Australia. It's like New York, New York. It's the same thing. Yeah. The... <laughs> it's definitely nice. 
We got Jesse Porter from Rasco, Texas. The video game, competitive video game world. Uh, it's uh, the capital. It's where, uh, it's where Jesse's from, so that's where it's got to be. We got the Sega Genesis, Sega Mega Drive, Robocop versus the Terminator, which I, I don't know. That, I think that is a good fight, actually. NTSC. Uh, somebody, I can't see, Mike. No, sorry. <laughs> Ignore me. There we go. Points. 61,290. Congratulations, Jesse. One of many records. That game looks... I watched a lot of that. It's a... I don't know. It's got one of those guns that doesn't go straight. It looked frustrating to me, and I wasn't playing it. But he definitely kicked a butt on it. Yeah. As the as the, as the Robocop. Obviously. I mean, playing as the Terminator would be kind of... It would be almost unfair, I think. I mean, because, like, Terminator, wouldn't that be one level? It's true. You just, like, hit the nuke button, and right. then you're like, you win. It's like, oh, cool. That was easy. Yeah, you just have the life meter, and it never goes down. It's just an infinity symbol. Life infinity. That's awesome. All right. Glenn, you want to take this one? Yeah, we have my buddy S still. Goffinette. Anywhere, Ohio. Arcade, Arcade Kicker Points, Twin Galaxies, Extreme Setting, 3,705,700. Congratulations, Estel. Amazing score, as always. And he's also the marathon world champion of that title. Which I think it took him like 20 or 30 hours to do. And he could have played longer, but he said he had life to do. So he had to leave the arcade. Atari 2600 VCS, Riddle of the Snakes, NTSC, Game 1, Difficulty BA, Baracus, Fastest Completion, 2 minutes 22 seconds, flat. Well done, John. Which you guys, have you guys ever played Riddle of the Sphinx? No. I, I've seen it played, it looks incomprehensible. So I don't that's kind of, okay, that's the perfect word to describe <laughs> it. Watching his uh, run yesterday was like, I don't even know what you're doing. Like, I had that game on Atari, too. I guess I still do have it, but it was like, I don't know what's happening here. Like, I don't know. It it's seems John McAllister. The guy's phenomenal. I totally agree. <laughs> you can watch him play Asteroids like it is in the background and be like, what is he doing? <laughs> that game's so easy, but he's making it look All right. easy. Those are your scores. Yes, it is. <laughs> For January 31st. 2017. I think I might have said. I feel like I said 16 earlier. Did I? Okay. I feel a little better. Let's about go that. back to the video. No. I, I wish. Um. Oh, do I wish? <laughs> oh. <laughs> why? You're sitting in the big seat, man. No, I have no idea why. Yeah, it just happened. It, which was like you sat there and it was great. And you did. This does mark the first time since we started selling on the screen live that a suit coat isn't being worn. True. Which is kind of cool. Paradigm shift. Yeah. Things have changed. Casual Friday every day. Drastically <laughs> changed. <laughs> but uh, we do want to uh, you now talk about the 800-pound grill in the room. Rocket League. Next Tuesday. Yeah. We will be playing for Rocket sure. League for sure. I will still be playing it for the first time. I promise not to play it uh, one time in the next week. I know you guys are really that's worried a, about me breaking that. <laughs> 
but lucky he plays it that day. I will. You guys will be like, here. How, you know, it'll be a lot of questions of me going, what am I doing? What is the car? And there's what? a ball? What? I don't get it. I don't understand. Huh. Oh, it's like Power Shift. <laughs> or is that, what's that? That's a racing game. I don't remember what it's called. It's sweet, though. Awesome. That might not be the name of the game, though. So if you're like, Power Shift, what's that? And you can't find it. That's because I, I gave you the wrong name. Power Drive? No. I have no idea. I have no idea either. No one does. No oh, one right. does. And we will be giving away the DLCs next week too right. for Rocket League. Yeah. So all of that is still coming. Yeah. It's just unfortunately not coming tonight. So we apologize. Of all things Twin Galaxies and mm-hmm. the site, there has been a change to the site in case you didn't notice. Um, the PSI scores yes. are no longer surfaced. Goodbye baseball. Goodbye, baseball. <laughs> um, the ESI score apparently is the one true score to rule them all at this point. It is. That is the Eye of Sauron. The ESI of Sauron? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that works. It's close enough. It's just like the same letter so, to begin it. This is the part of the show where we take a guess at what ESI actually means and is. Because I don't. Know who does, though? Who does? Glenn. Glenn, do you know? ESI? And the PSI, I think PSI just covered the majority of the games for a system. So if you just kept submitting scores, you'd earn that rank. Whereas the ESI, it you get the points for having the top score. It's more of an, could you call it an expert skill index? Is that true? It's called. That's nice. What is your ESI, Glenn? Is it the same uh, as mine? Not in the top five. Oh, nice. Is it really? <laughs> no, I said not in the top five. Oh, not five in the top already. five. Okay. That's all that matters. Well, that, then my question was proper. <laughs> well, like, look at, like, NES, top place, obviously, Tom Vadova. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, without yeah. a doubt. Which is fine. Without a doubt. I mean, That's there's fine. nothing wrong with that. Me, that means nope. you and I have something in common, finally, when it comes to gaming, Glenn. Yeah. Neither of us <laughs> are in the top five. I think we all have. Yeah. I don't know. What about Soroka? I, think I like the ESI a little bit more because I know a lot of, like, who's the best kind of at what. So when I think of, like, a system like the NES, first name that pops up is, like, Don Ladova. And yeah. then you go and, sure enough, his ESI is number one on the system. Yeah. Which is nice. It makes it sense, nice. too. No, and it was important, and we've been, trust me, we've been doing the show for a couple years now, and... It has been a constant uh, complaint, I guess you could say. Of Mainly, it was a lot of complaints when they first started. Yeah. And then it was always, well, what does this even mean? And people get mad that other people's PSIs would go up, especially at the beginning. We would be like, okay, first off, don't get mad because right now it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> okay, like the, it's not like it means something like you're getting more submission points because you have that. So, right. And then ESI came in and everyone, we don't get it, like, we don't either. But just, like, calm down. <laughs> calm down. I'm sure they will eventually merge. And when we would talk about merging, maybe you met, uh, meant this, uh, Glenn, but when we would talk about them merging or becoming one, we weren't, like, saying, they're going to take the mean of both of them and put them together. No, it was going to mean, like, it's kind of like a, you got to feel through it. There's PSI, ESI. What one works better? And I think Jason says uh, ESI is PSI, but also adds extra weight based on how much you beat the average scores by. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Okay. 
So there we're My there we are. My description was the old way it was calculated. No, and that makes sense, and and that's why, yes, I won. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not even a contest. It, it takes into account the games that have a lot of competition and a lot of people putting in, you know, decent scores, and you're if you're beating that by a lot. Yeah, which is exactly what we've been talking about for a couple years yeah. now, and it makes sense. That's the best way to do it because. And we've all we've talked about this, you know. If you get ninth place on Donkey Kong, for example, it's going to be worth a heck of a lot more than getting it on a game on Genesis right. no one's ever submitted for. Right. Because I mean, really, that game, and we've talked about this again over the last year of what is it worth? What if you right. submit on this score? I don't care if you. It might be a great game. Right. Maybe Kid Icarus got no scores. You love Kid Icarus, but a year goes by, no one else submits on it. Yeah. Well. I mean, score one. you could have, the, the, the yeah. Player. No, I was going to say, you might have a great score on Kid Icarus. But you might not. But you also might have a lousy score, but you still have first place. So that, should that be worth the same amount that, uh, say, you know, RC Pro-Am right. or, you know, Rad Racer or something like that? I don't know why I'm choosing random Nintendo racing games, but... Um, but I Power Shift. Yeah, Power Shift, which is probably not a video game. Um, or Drive Shaft. Was Drive Shaft... Uh, you all, everybody? Yeah, was that Lost? The band on Lost? Yeah, okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Sure was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but no, that, that is, that's awesome. And I guess the, the question for the future of it is, now that there has been a decision made, ESI's uh, the winner, what does it mean? Is it going to mean something towards... Are you going to get free submission points? Will there be, perhaps, prizes? I don't know. I mean, this is one thing that's been we've been talking about Maybe since. Maybe you get a plastic spider ring if you have a high ESI. That would be kind of nice. Yeah, is it going to be like a carnival? Like Marvin's Marvelous, you know? Yeah. Uh, museum, where you yeah. go there and you can just get like a fanny pack or something like yeah. that? Or, you know. Or whoopee cushion? Or like a pencil eraser? That'd be cool. <laughs> the bi- I like the big eraser. A really crappy harmonica that only plays one note. <laughs> that weighed like two get. ounces. There's and you're a like, lot of things you could get. Yeah. Okay, so... What's the first thing that pops in your head when I say Atari for his high scores? Atari? For high scores? Yeah. I guess Atari for me is pretty much bump and jump. That's the yeah, first game that pumps exactly into my head. I'm saying like uh, players. Oh. Which, what, what, what oh, you, you mean gamers? Yeah, gamers. Oh, I'm sorry. Top on the Atari. 2600. Todd Rogers? Yep. That's who pops into my head. <laughs> yeah, see, that's why I like this ESI is because the very first thing that popped in my head is like Todd Rogers has to have the top ESI in the 2600. And then I go and check it out. Yep, he's on top. I mean, oh, how I think, could he not? Like, I can relate to its calculations because it. Yeah, I I'm do, thinking I do of, love the kind of the, the metagame of not only beating the records on each individual game, but but vying for that top spot on a console. Yeah. Like, I want to be the, the you know, Game Boy, the, whatever the hell that thing was called. What, the Virtual Boy? Yeah, the Virtual Boy, thank you. The Great Boy? boy. <laughs> the Eye Damage Boy. <laughs> Why didn't they call the Virtual Boy the Virtual Man? It was the grown-up Game Boy. <laughs> Uh, you know how the Game Boy, you can bring it with you? Uh-uh. Nope. Man, don't leave the cave. You don't nowhere to be. <laughs> You're going to sit here until your eyes bleed, which is going to take about five minutes. No, hey, you 25. know, uh, Nick, that uh, Channel F ESI is oh. up for the taking. 
Oh, I know it is. Yep. So speaking of ESI, there also appears to be a versus. uh, Oh. Comparison where you can pick two competitors. In the case of what's on the stream right now, uh, one Glenn Robert Newton Glendell Updike on the left. There's a hidden word in there. And one Michael, not here today, Soroka (laughs) on the right. uh, And their ESIs are compared. It's 7 to. 1029.48. Yeah, so pretty cool that you can actually compare people. No, that's actually the horrible ego problem, like (laughs) someone who may be controlling the switcher from home and not here today. You should. Hey, Mike, you want to turn your mic up a little bit? Uh, Chad's having a hard time hearing you. Oh, that mic. I'm sorry. I was like, Mike's not on. Duh, we'll that might. We'll have to make do. No, we will. I'll just wait for yeah. Sir no. Nick to step in and do that. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, ch- I'll fix that up in two seconds. Thanks for letting us know, you guys. Yeah, for, for sure. But um, absolutely, we uh, are going to get to the bottom of this settling it. That's perfect. I feel like the scoreboard is now set up specifically for what we want to do on this show. Absolutely. Because that is going to be. The well, that's gonna be what we've always wanted right. to do, really. Totally. We've always wanted to yeah. settle it on the screen, <laughs> uh, if you want to call and it. And it that. makes it fun because I can click on this and be like, "Who's the king of the virtual boy?" Right. Patrick John Fenton Jr. So sorry for your eyes. <laughs> yeah. And there's uh, four other people competing with them for that ESI. Yeah. So. Oh, Who's the king of Sega? That's the next question. Yeah, that's true. Well, the Genesis. My favorite stuff. system. We're just going to do one of these guys. We should uh, hey. talk about, hey, look at that. Look at you. I'm not just being picked up on your mic from across the room. Yeah, um, I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, but, we'll, oh. fix, we'll fix that. Um, we Weird. should also consider the things said and heard by the audience, but said by arcade gamers at some point. Oh, I think I've heard of that segment before. Yeah. We should think about yeah. no, that definitely. being a thing. And uh, we will consider that in two seconds when... <laughs> Is he really controlling it? He might be. That's impressive. Yep. Long time ago, I used to be super fat, and I was, and I never ate. I was always starving. So one day, I decided I'm just gonna start eating, and I lost all the weight. <laughs> wow, <laughs> profound words. I know you're not supposed to laugh at your. Soul. No, you're supposed to laugh at the song. That's fine. If Jimmy Fallon can do it, you can do it. <laughs> It's definitely ridiculous. Oh, that's. I so like good. how the camera angle is like. Right. It looks like it's part of a movie. <laughs> it does. It is definitely not part of a movie. No. Like that is definitely not from a movie. That is from footage no one has seen before, <laughs> including I think myself. <laughs> Hence the laughter. Put yourself. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. Oh, it feels like new. the uh, second episode of Settle It on the Screen, right. the unaired hotel room pilot. <laughs> that no one's so at good. NBC that no one's ever saw. 
Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, no been, kidding. Distance. Oh, I do have uh, I do have some footage from the 2014 MGC that I evidently <laughs> took. I think there's about three or four minutes from about four in the morning. <laughs> You're definitely there, Glenn. <laughs> it's always You're the sanest person in the room, though. <laughs> and I was I drank the heaviest. That's the <laughs> no, I know and. Um, I mean, I was pretty close. <laughs> I was going to say, I was pretty close to it, and I guess I'm just more obnoxious. I mean, that's not I think I actually drank myself thing. sober that night. Yeah, it's true. Because I was playing Cubert with a bottle of whiskey in my hand for, like, the longest time. <laughs> yeah, like, you just played Cubert with the one hand, left hand, Cubert, right hand, Jack Daniel. Well, it's part of the track, isn't it? No, it was you have uh, to. <laughs> uh, Black Velvet Toasted Caramel Whiskey. Oh, I, I apologize. <laughs> I just remember it was like, oh, man, we're all drinking, but he's got it in his hand and he's winning. <laughs> and you won. Hey. And that's why you're the 2013 uh, VGC World Champion, I believe. That's right. To the yep. dismay of several of our friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I Don't be can't. sorry. Those guys deserve whatever you got. Oh, no, definitely. You won. I'll be... Me and Mike were there, yeah. and I mean, so was Josh. So that's right. We yeah, that was legit. Mm -hmm. I came in last. <laughs> Surprising. Yeah, I mean, I, I fought the strong showing. and then everyone was all like, "How?" You know what's funny is, <laughs> the deciding game was Cubert, and like a month prior to that, I started learning Cubert strats because it was in a tournament coming up. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Of course. <laughs> so I could do like. I could do like the first couple boards, and that's all it—not like couple boards, but like rounds—and that's all it really took. Yeah. Which is it's all, which is all it takes to be the room full of scrubs that have never touched Cubert before in their lives, probably. All right. Well, I mean, I've definitely played Cubert before, but I'm not good. Yeah. Like, not even remotely good. Josh is pretty good though. Yeah. I mean, maybe not that night. <laughs> you definitely had hey, the. Man. You definitely had the drunk gaming. We were way better at that than I was, or any of us. Um, but yeah, that I remember being was pissed fun. off because I couldn't hold a pattern because I was drinking. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, "Man, I normally like beat this without dying." That's great. <laughs> That's phenomenal. You're still mad at your performance. <laughs> oh, who do we got on screen now? Is that Don? Oh, we have Don Atreides versus someone else. Let's minimize the switcher. Uh, right. Yeah, go over there. There we and go. Then, uh, oh, oh, Greg DeGenefi. Uh, I thought it was going to be Baron Harkonnen. But... Oh, no, I know. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> no, but Greg, who is the uh, Solid on Screen Gamer of 2016. Nice. Man, it's that's a, a close one. It's a close one for sure. Oh, that's... Although, wow. Don has over double the world records. <laughs> oh, wow, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> That's look interesting, at the ESI, though. though, calculating it out. So, obviously, I mean, Don's losing on the ESI, but the other guy's crushing it on whatever yeah. he's doing. You For can sure. tell that instantly. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, so there is no a reason. longer about how many games you submit. I mean, you can submit right. twice as many as the other guy and kind of be comparable to him, but yeah. really yeah. the guy that's... Mm -hmm. I actually happen to be looking really at the site today. Most skills going to sh show yeah. out. For sure. I happen to be looking at the site today, and we noticed that uh, Don has a whole bunch of Fusion Frenzy records for the Xbox. Oh. And my coworker was like, I could, I could beat all of these. So I'm like, go do it. Oh, please do it. Please, go do Not it. Not knocking yes. Don. I'm just saying, anytime a record gets beat, I smile. Yeah. yeah. 
But there was only it was like yeah, John especially and if it's a one or face. no other people. Like a guy that just came in, like you know. Yeah. Oh, Deb, the, that is one thing. Came in and beat beat Don scores. I mean, that's always exciting to announce a new name. Yeah, for sure. Oh, God. So we'll it, see. We always love new names. We'll see if Gents on the First Fence shows submission. up. Oh, has he signed up yet? Not yet. Oh, okay. It's coming soon. Oh, he's gotta. Yeah. I agree. Oh, man. I agree. <laughs> no, but uh, Glenn, we one of the things we actually did mention in the the latest rundown of the show was game hoaxes. Uh, like we mentioned the last couple nights, we talked about... Jack and uh, Gate? Yeah, Jack and Gate, basically. Jack and Jack Gazi. Jack and Gate. Um, <laughs> Uh, we talked about that, and we're going to get to the bottom of this. There is... Glenn has done some more investigating already, and he has talked to some people involved, people close to the situation, and um, let's just say there may not have ever been jackets. So Somebody somebody hacked the EGM emails. Yep, exactly. Turns out one of their passwords was password. <laughs> well, it was back in 93, so <laughs> they might have been like, email? Fair enough. Are you sure it wasn't just letters someone It's just found? actual mail. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, um, so Glenn was looking at uh, some more uh, Electronic Gamer Monthlies yeah. from the early 90s. Yeah. Early to mid-90s. And what did you find? It was an April Fool's prank? Like, one of the greatest game oh, hosts ever. Oh, it's the 25th anniversary of the Shin Long Street Fighter 2 prank. No, oh, from 1992. Explain um, it to the folks. I don't know if it's gone. exactly 1992 when they printed that article. Yeah, it, yeah, it would be 1992. Yeah, it'll be 25 years old this April. Yep. So, uh, it's 25 year anniversary of Shenlong, and what it was is they put out a tips and tricks section in the magazine, and it was how to fight Shenlong on the arcade version of Street Fighter Two. And they made you go through this rigorous task. But the, the beauty of the article is, itself is you got to remember, this is early 90s. They didn't have luxuries like Photoshop and stuff like that. So the, these guys had to like make these photos the hard way to make it believable enough so when you see screenshots of the character, it's like, oh my god, it's a new character. But I'll summarize... Uh, they weren't expecting anybody to ever like do this either, to be able to pull yeah. this off. So I have the article pulled up in front of me, and I'll kind of summarize. Um, so the requirements that they said to fight Shenlong, and this is not to play as the character. This is just like a secret boss battle. To fight him like after. reptile, kind of like reptile and like Mortal Kombat and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to fight Shenlong, the mysterious Street Fighter legend, you must use uh, Ryu throughout your entire game. You must not get hit from the moment you begin until the final round with the M. Bison. So you have to play the game, get perfects every single round. That's the first requirement. Once Which is there, not you easy. Bar. Yeah. I mean, I, there's probably, what, a couple handfuls of people in the world have done that yeah. movie. Especially in the arcade. We're not talking about this is on Super Nintendo. This is and at the arcade. that's just the first requirement. That's the first requirement. <laughs> There's more. Uh, once there, you must spar with them bison without hitting each other for 10 rounds. So that unlocks the sparring mode, and then you can't hit each other. So you have to avoid them. 
and you can attack. Ridiculous. For ten rounds. The tenth round is the final round, and after that, the last draw game, Shinlong appears and tosses in Bison away. Now the timer is stuck at ninety-nine. So you are forced into a fight to the death. Shinlong's powers are immense. Now this is how they describe him. This is like the perfect Street Fighter II character. His hyper dragon punch is backed by his flaming fist. He throws red fireballs faster than Sagat. So that right there is already godlike. And uh, he uses a spin kick deadlier than Chun-Li's. So... They're pretty much saying, like, whatever this guy does, he'll one-hit kill you. He does not pause for a second and can attack immediately after throwing a fireball. So after you throw a Hadouken, you can just, like, chase after it, they're saying, and hit the guy before (laughs) he can even get (laughs) Shin Long can't even grab Ryu out of the air and throw him to the turf. He did not last long against him as his blows caused mega damage. So they're telling the readers right there that they've gotten to this level. <laughs> and have experienced it. So funny. No, it, the, I think the, the problem with it is because they made it so ridiculous, they also made it sound awesome. Right. Like, who wouldn't want to play this guy? Right. I mean, it sounds like a blast. I mean, you would... I could see easily. If we would have mm-hmm. found out... I didn't, didn't remember this... When I was, you know, I guess I would have been 11 at the time. Right. We would have been trying. Oh, yeah, for oh, sure. Oh, my God. I, that's I, all we would have done when we played, when we went yeah, to Yeah, that's what they said is, like, they, I've talked to Ken and Terry about this, and they said they got countless letters of people trying in the arcade, like, trying to update them. Did anyone claim prog- to have done exactly what they told them to do? No, I, I don't, I can't answer that question. Okay. I mean, it seems impossible. I don't know the answer. That, that specific question. We will have to ask him yeah. in uh, April, though. For sure. Yeah, I feel like. But I like the I like the last bit of the article where they kind of give like some mysterious like, hey, we haven't like experienced everything. We like pretty much got to him and died right away. Yeah. But he goes, but we guess he can do all of the special attacks of each world warrior. We cannot wait to see what is next. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. They left it open-ended. Like that. That's so How ridiculous. That? Which also, again, yeah. why people tried for right. it. Right. They made it so appealing. It, it didn't matter that it was impossible. In, in a video game, nothing seems impossible. So funny. I mean, it's, especially 25 years later, we know that. If you look at the article, it's a tics, or Tricks of a Trade article, but at the bottom... Of the article it says EGM April Fools contest. Oh, does it really? And you can su- you can submit an April Fools gag to EGM and they'll use it for their April Fools issue. So they're kind of like telling you right there it's a hoax without telling you. Right. Oh, I think they're basically they are telling you yeah. it's a hoax. Yeah. But I if you were if ten, and you read right. that. You're not gonna. Yeah. You believe every April Fools prank when you're ten. I was gonna say I'm... like all of them. I'm 36 and I still do. Yeah. Like it's really hard to ever right. not fool me. Yeah. You could, you guys could tell me you're this thing you were gonna tell me is fake. No, this and isn't real. This isn't real. And a minute later, I would be like, "Wait, so how did they do that?" And then you'd be like, "Oh my god." The worst is when the pranks become real things, like the Think Geek thing. Every once in a while, they will come out with a product, a product that's not real. Like they had a sleeping bag that was a tauntaun. 
Oh yeah, like, you, I remember that's that. A, that's awesome. And the whole internet went, I need the Tauntaun sleeping bag. So they ended up making the Tauntaun sleeping bag. I know, bag. I tried to buy it. It was impossible. <laughs> it went on sale and it sold out, I swear to so God, stupid. before it went on sale. Which is, I mean, so the, uh, genius. Yeah. EGM April Fool's Contest at the bottom. It says, uh, all you, it says, somewhere in this uh, issue, there's an April Fool's joke. All you got to do is guess what it is, and you can win prizes. A cartridge of your choice. And a jacket. And <laughs> they, had to, they had to guess which article was fake in, uh, in the issue. I remember those. I remember the really? April, April issues having a fake article in them somewhere, and they didn't tell you which one it was. That yeah, it awesome. says the winner will win the game of his or her choice. Yeah. Wait a second. Wasn't Ryan's issue April of 93? Or 94? 93. But it was April, right? No, because they had a... That was just their uh, monthly tournaments that they had. Yeah. They'd have, like, a game of the month, and right. then everyone submitted score out. But it, so it wasn't the April... That I'm was just, a reoccurring... Okay, I was just wondering if maybe if the jacket thing was the April Fool's joke that year. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think you're uncovering some uh, <laughs> vast... I mean, it's a pretty lame joke. I mean, that would really be like, that's not going far enough. Right. We're just kidding, just one of them's real. <laughs> we did not ask Ryan what game he would have chose, by the way. Oh, we did. I mean, we're going to supply him with a game yeah. of our choice. Right. We're going to. <laughs> a cartridge of yeah, our we're choice. We're going to augment it slightly. The cartridge just, might actually be a CD. Yeah. my I will say, my favorite hoax in video game history uh, is that anyone has said they've beaten Ghosts and Goblins. <laughs> that's my favorite hoax. Because, I mean, that's just a joke. <laughs> that's not possible. Sorry. Very, well, it's been done. Yeah, no, I, I saw the... I saw the videos. The videos. Yeah, okay. The videos. <laughs> yeah, suspiciously, it looked mm -hmm. like just a bunch of patchwork uh -uh. of Photoshop that's images right. thrown together. Didn't look like a video game to me. Janky VHS tape. Exactly. I don't believe any of it. All of a sudden, it's fuzzy. Enough, uh, the NES version of Ghosts and Goblins actually has a kill screen. Does it really? Yep. Yeah. I believe it because it's not possible to beat. Oh man. You have to beat it a couple hundred times, but after you do, the the game gets uh, so glitched out that it's unplayable. <laughs> that sounds about <laughs> right. I mean, that really does. That sounds about right. <laughs> What there used them? to be a, a, a Twitch channel of this guy that would do that. He would look into the game's codes, and then he had this thing where he could just program the game to start off on, like, different loops. Yeah. And he would just see, like, what the limitations of some of these games were. And Ghosts and Goblins does, in fact, have a kill screen. He found out that Kung Fu has a kill screen. You have mm -hmm. to loop it a couple hundred times, which I don't think any any man could ever do <laughs> on that game. I was going to say, I can barely beat Kung Fu once. And by barely, I mean I can't beat it once. But oh, a couple hundred times? Yeah, same thing with Ghosts and Goblins. This game's like impossible. <laughs> it really is. It's not Ghosts and Goblins impossible. Right. But it's damn near impossible. Yeah, it might as well be. It might as well be, especially because after about 22 minutes or so, right. give or take 30 seconds, you 
quit because it's not fun anymore. <laughs> uh, <but> so, <clears throat> apparently, I just pulled up a list of the EGM April Fool's pranks. Some of them are pretty good. They uh, in '91 they said that I remember this. The one. Belmonts were going to be in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 game, and they put an actual code you could put in to make it happen. Um, Was it real? Uh, interestingly or enough, not? in uh, the Shin Long article at the very bottom, it says, uh, since we had so much fun last year with Simon Belmont April Fool's trick, this year we're going to make a contest out of it. Yeah. Oh, so, no kidding. That's funny. That's so funny. then they did Shen Long in 92. And then apparently in 93 they had a, a whole article about upcoming Atari Jaguar games, like... Virtual Pong 64 and a lot of weird stuff. This Yars Revenge 2. Tempest. A new Tempest, which the yes. color is awesome. I'm not going to lie. I'm yeah. looking forward to that one. It's just, I just love that they, they virtual Pong <clears throat> as if that's a joke. And then we got basically Pong on the Virtual Boy and Pong on the PlayStation. I was going to say, we did get Virtual Pong on PlayStation, the original PlayStation, yeah. which was a great game. <clears throat> 97, they, re they reheated Shenlong again, it looks like. <laughs> I feel like it was long enough away for people to believe it again. Yeah. Because then they'd be like, oh, they oh, they, did, they finally did it. Oh, my God, dude, they did it. Uh-huh. Street Fighter 3. Well, look announced. at the requirements for the first prank. Who, who in their right mind could do that? It's just, <laughs> like, knows? impossible. Nah, it wasn't, though, because it happened. Yep, yep, yep. Then 98, they did a thing about playing as the older James Bond actors in GoldenEye. <laughs> He can play as Connery. <laughs> oh, I remember. I guess I didn't realize it was a joke. I remember people talking about that. It's pretty good. Like it was something they were going to do for the next one. <laughs> they they reviewed <clears throat> a folding camper's knife <laughs> instead of a video game. It was another another joke. That's pretty good. Like a fork and a spoon and I a knife and a can opener. And a can opener. That's kind of nice. It's pretty good. What were some rumors you guys remember from video games? Like, do you remember Mortal Kombat where they said there was the swear code and the nudity yes. code? Did you guys I ever get the nudity code? Because I did get it. And it <laughs> the most famous work. rumor <laughs> I've ever heard was the Ermac code for Mortal, but, Mortal Kombat. What's that, Glenn? Sorry. Which they later made a character out of. No, what was it? I We didn't catch that. I couldn't hear you guys there for a second. Yeah, we, no, the whole thing we couldn't hear you either. What did you say? I said the uh, Ermac code for oh. Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, the one that I remember the most. But I never heard of the nudity code. Oh really? Like swearing, like that never came across Wisconsin at least. Oh man, yeah, that was when Mortal Kombat Two, I believe, came out for Sega. Um, I think it was Mortal Kombat 2. It could have been Mortal Kombat 1. But um, it was there was a swear code and there was a nudity code, you know, because there was the blood code, obviously. Um, and that was legit. And then there was the swear code, which um, the two of them, swear code and nudity code, it was known that, nah, the nudity code is crap. You know, there'd be still, like, one kid going, no, nah, man, I saw it. Um, which I, is in my middle school. There was a kid who said he saw it. He's like, Sonia, man. Um, <laughs> which, of course, that was like the only... Oh, so it would have... Yeah, whatever. It's so stupid. It wasn't real. Even though, like I said, someone gave me the nudity code. <laughs> Shocker. That's didn't great. Um, but it was kind of known. We're like, well, the nudity code is not real. But the swear code is real. And it was like, oh, awesome. And we tried to do that one, too. And, of course, it 
doesn't exist, so we kind of failed at both of them. But I felt like I tried. We tried those codes more than anything. Like it was ridiculous how much we tried to do those codes. But um, I remember. What about the minus when, uh, world in uh, Super Mario Brothers? I was gonna say this quick about Mortal Kombat. I remember when the Sega Genesis, everyone found out the blood code. Yeah. And then all the people that had the Super Nintendo version were freaking convinced that their version had the blood code too and i remember everyone just like yeah it's out there super nintendo has a blood code too it did not it did not now we know that yeah no that trust me that was uh people try our um Mm -hmm. we josh who was on the show last thursday um, he has Super you know Nintendo. How stupid we kind of sound saying stuff like that, but this is before the day of the internet. Oh, people. yeah. <laughs> also, oh, no. all this was, was third or fourth hand information past. Easy. Yeah. I mean, if you were lucky, you read it in some magazine, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it was just crap people were telling you in oh, a yeah. sea of other crap people were telling you. Yeah. <laughs> it was middle school exactly. rumors or yep. elementary school rumors. Yeah. That's how everything like, was passed. I, I, Back then, I couldn't just like go home or even reach in my pocket and be like, so is there a blood code for the Super Nintendo and Google it? I just had to go by what people told me. Absolutely. Which is... Like what magazines told me. Remember magazines? Those were fun. (laughs) Oh, that's why it would be... I wouldn't get it every month because I didn't have a subscription to it, but... I would say... I would say probably twice a year, my parents would let me buy a Game Pro... Yeah, and I mean, I would read that thing cover to cover a hundred times, repeatedly, yeah, repeatedly. For sure. And I had an Electronic Gamers Monthly, the year and nineteen ninety two issue. That I am not joking. I still have to this day. <laughs> I bet you I read that issue. Uh, I don't know three, four hundred times. That's great. And it was an amazing issue. It was the first issue where they talked about, um, I believe, how. Nintendo is teaming up with Sony to come out with a compact disc video game system. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It, I remember us reading that and we're like, whoa, really? Because Sega really CD funny. was out and Turbo Duo yeah. was out and yeah. all that stuff, but it was one of those things where it was like, oh, Nintendo's doing right. it. Yeah. And I remember we read it years later and we were like, holy crap, that's the PlayStation. <laughs> like, we didn't even think about it. Like, yeah. Nintendo, you idiots what were you doing i mean a lot of that stuff ended up happening in some way or another. like there oh, was yeah. there were rumors about oh they're you know nintendo and squaresoft are going to team up yep. and make an rpg and they ended up doing it it was called mario rpg yeah and it's pretty good in my opinion yeah <laughs> well yeah, i mean the, great like uh this the what's it called the cdi too. yeah yeah totally cdi great system anybody needs any CDI repairs because they're all going to be going to waste within the next five years. I can, true. I'm your man. Yep. You want to preserve those systems. Yeah, so, and I'm going to have to fix one up. you got to play those Zelda games. Oh, but, God. i got to give Nick a CDI board to Dremel right. tool his way into. I like it. This would be, be so great. I, I almost think we need, like, a medical staff on hand. I mean, we do. We are giving Nick a Dremel tool. Yeah, I've got a blowout kit in my bag. We'll just handle any uh, <laughs> any real bad accidents. Do, are we I can do some damage, Nick, to, like, a yeah. finger or something. Yeah, I know how to use an AED, so you'll be good. Yeah, I'm going to give I'm you a crash course on how to fix the CDI, but I'm not going to give you a crash course on how to work a Dremel tool. Yeah, no, there's, there's a reason we've never worked on an arcade game live. Because those things will kill you. <laughs> like, oh yeah, literally. Yeah. 
like the vector television. Well, you're like, oh, I have to adjust. I have to adjust this. Uh, if I lock up, kick me off of this thing. Yes. <laughs> I remember, oh shoot, was it seven or eight years ago? Mike, I uh, remember Mike, yeah. Michael had the Asteroids machine. Yes. And he had the it. Death in trap? His, yeah, it was a death trap. I wouldn't even go near that thing. <laughs> he had it unplugged yeah. in his garage, and the guy he came in to repair it told him, basically... Even though it hasn't been plugged in for a while, right. this thing still can kill this you. Can still it's like, kill what you. the hell? Yeah. It's like a bomb. Once you plug them in once, the evil yeah. has been awoken, and oh, it yeah. will murder you. I figure it's just like, basically, to me, I'm like, that's nuclear yeah. power. Yeah, they like, tested, how do we run cities yeah. off of Vectrex? Unlimited energy. <laughs> yes, exactly. You plug them in one time, and it just, it's, it has power in it forever. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, no, I know. It's crazy. It literally never <laughs> lets go. That's phenomenal. So if you're looking to... Uh, power your business right. with renewable energy sources. Just get an old asteroids cabinet, right. yeah. plug it up to the building or your home, and you are right. good to go forever. Yeah. My iPhone can't hold a charge for more than 10 minutes, but, you know. <laughs> yes, that's right. My flip phone can hold a charge for probably the next seven years. It's true. This, oh. This is why you're prepared for the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, because cell phones mm -hmm. will be really important. You'll have those point. last couple Pac-Man demo games just in your back pocket. Ready to go when things are looking a little bleak. <laughs> pull that bad boy out and do a run. Yeah, That's but the at game least, uh, it's true. I can drop mine off of the skyscraper and still call somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You guys put your phones in your pocket and crack the screens. That's true. You know, I've had a smartphone for four and a half years and I've never Yeah, I've never screen. I've never broken a screen either. But now that you've said that, yeah. We've both said that. It's time. Yeah. <laughs> But I spend the extra money on the best case they have because I do. I'm not joking. Minimum once a day, drop it on the ground, and it's usually <laughs> concrete. So I don't know what people do. Because if there was anyone who would have broken the screen of a phone right now, it's me. Yeah. I mean, I drop everything I That's, own all yeah. the time. Is you have to go out and spend extra money on a case for your phone, whereas it's true. I don't. That is true. Design flaw. Hey, dude, trust me. When I gave up my flip phone, man, it's a dark day. For I fought for months. For I was going through a phone like every month because I could not find a working flip phone. And given I was partial to the razors, I love those things. Yeah, so good. When 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 uh, Sproka told me you're either going to be playing pinball arcade on a smartphone or an iPad, I was like iPad all the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to get into having that in my hand. Yeah, dude. for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. For sure. All I need a phone for is to call somebody and text somebody. That's what a phone's used for. I'm usually around a computer. It's true. Most of my, my day, so. It's very true. If you need to contact me, it's there. If I'm away from the computer, that means I don't want to be contacted right now. <laughs> I'm either driving or I'm doing something with family or whatever. Some nefarious. Yeah. Nonsense. Well, and that's another <laughs> thing, and this is this is actually a good thing of me having a smart. Well, it's not because I I don't I'm better at it. But when I had a flip phone, I could text and drive. Oh, I was the man. <laughs> I because I could do it without looking at anything. That's horrible. I know it's horrible. It's like you're that dude that thinks he's a better driver when he's had a couple beers. But I'm not that dude. I know phone. I know I'm worse. But I was better with the flip phone. 
Smartphones are more dangerous. All right, next segment, we're buying a junker car and we're going to <laughs> like a track day. We're going to give you a flip phone and a couple of messages to send and see how you do. Oh, man. I'm not joking. I used to I used to race my friend. This is pathetic. We were like in our late 20s. Uh, yeah, late 20s, early 30s when we did this. But I used to smoke my friends with this flip phone and they had smartphones That's with texting. It was not even a contest. That's too I funny. was so friggin' awesome. I would have taken <laughs> out any teenage girl. Oh, man, I was the best. You know, because they have that That's test the texting championship. Right, for sure. Oh, that was awesome. World-class texting. Now, yeah. imagine, now imagine if we took the game that Nick played yesterday on the smartphone yep. and just put it on a flip phone and said, just tap the flip phone button, buddy. <laughs> I bet you you'd be the world record holder to this True. day. I don't doubt it. Yeah. And it's actually one of the problems I play Snake on my smartphone, you know, that turns it into a Nokia. <laughs> the main problem with it is I can't feel the buttons. I need that tactile experience. It's not the same. Can't feel it on the screen with this cover. Yeah, no. I can't feel the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. But it's true! Oh, there should at least be a, like a... Speaking of things Speaking of things that seem stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you... That's kind of you. Seem stupid. Yeah. Not definitely are. So... Glenn, word on the street is there was a Metroid game that was released and then got pulled? Yeah, that's been uh, almost like a year ago. That's crazy. They made a sequel to one of the Metroid games. I think it was a re-release of Metroid 2 for the Game Boy. Okay. But with Super Metroid graphics and, and gameplay style. Hmm. So what happened? So they pretty much took... Well, the guy spent 10 years working on it and then... <sighs> Eight or ten years, and then Nintendo pulled it like within the first three days. That's nutty. That he released it on the internet. So it was like so the Chinese democracy of, uh, of video games. Yeah. <laughs> now you kind of have to know a guy. Well, it was probably actually good. Guy and be able to get it. That blows. So did you ever play it? Oh yeah. Oh, you did, of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah, that came up because uh, I was Whoa. reading. Uh, Read an article as soon that there's apparently a fan. I mean, I was keeping tabs on it. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I know. He was showing screen. I mean, it was an ongoing project for 10 years, and it's right. one of my favorite games of all time. It's Super Metroid. And to re-release the Game Boy version, mm -hmm. which is probably the weakest version, yeah. and overhaul it to, like, Super Metroid. I mean, for sure. He's making a, a uh, mediocre game really awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I so, was there when he released it. And I was there when they pulled it like 48 hours away. <laughs> that's crazy. So, uh, yeah, apparently there's been another game in development for about two and a half years now that just, just released recently. Um, it's called Metroid Rogue Dawn, and it's a prequel, unofficial prequel, to the original game. Oh, it's going to get pulled. Maybe. Unofficial. Maybe I don't know, man. They're pulling it. Did Kitty they're Kelly? They're gonna have to. It? They're gonna have to pull it off this dude's Dropbox because that's how he's spreading it around. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's how this guy spread it around oh. with the Dropbox. So yeah, Metroid and, uh, Rogue all these Dawn. Websites were hosting it, and Nintendo just shut all the links to those websites. That's down. crazy. You can't shut down a Dropbox. Can't stop the signal, man. I want no, to fire you can't. I don't know what's up. That's that's why you have to know a guy that knows the guy. You <laughs> just throw it in the Dropbox for you. <laughs> Well, once I get home, I'm going to know a guy that knows a guy that can click on this forum post and download that ROM. Because that sounds really cool. <laughs> that sounds sweet. So what would the prequel be? Is it That's just Samus question. as a child? It, it looks like Samus 
kind of in the suit, but no helmet. Oh, so it's the it's before Justin Bailey. It surrounds the events that lead up to the theft of the capsule, which ultimately placed the Metroids under the control of Ridley and the Mother Brain. So it's like Metroid negative zero. So it's like yeah. Revenge of the Metroids. They have I literally, zero. I literally just made the Ridley Scott Ridley Aliens Metroid connection in my brain right now. Oh, <laughs> that literally just did, connected. I can't believe I never got that. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Oh. Is, that like, is that a reboot of Metroid Zero? Because I thought that was some prequel. Yeah, maybe, maybe it could be. Well, it might just be the eight-bit version. To Red? Yeah, and it does. It does it say she is sent out on her Zero mission to retrieve a new <laughs> oh biological God. specimen. Blah blah okay. blah. Well, maybe it's the same thing as the one you were talking about earlier. Yeah, and Nintendo's going to be jerks about and just pull it. So. Yeah. Except unlike this one getting the last one getting better graphics, this one's getting worse graphics. Oh, it's apparently like, this uh, is... they're right. I mean, they made a a game that's worth a couple, you know, multi million dollars. Yeah, but they just do nothing with it. No, it's understandable. <laughs> totally understandable. Couple program be, notes. In my opinion, there should be with every console that they release, there should be a Mario game, a Zelda game, and a Metroid game. <laughs> I agree. Well, Metroid I agree. has been neglected for like a lot of consoles. Regardless of who makes the console or what its capabilities are, oh, that'd be awesome. that should be a standard. Like no matter what, yep. Nintendo gets yeah. to make the game yep. too. Every car comes with Windows. Every says, console should come with those things. That would be awesome. <laughs> Super Metroid is like the upper echelon of platforming. No, I agree. And I think anybody like that speedruns games can agree with that. Yep. No, no, totally. That, that game, just to understand the movement and everything, you could write a book just yeah. on how Samus moves in that game. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I like Symphony Symphony of the Night a lot, but I still like Metroid more. Mm-hmm. Do you have a Symphony couple... of the Night's great for that, yeah. like, uh, Metroid-type formula, but yeah. it just don't have the gameplay. It's not as it's smooth. True. It's true. Got a, glad I got a couple uh, program notes tomorrow on the program. We have Olympics update with Chris Teeter and oh, Fred DeHart. So sweet. we will definitely talk more about that. I know we have a lot of people uh, wanting to see what's going on. And, oh. you know, it, it's been almost a week. It's so. been a fun first week, too. I've been tuning into some streams, watching some of these guys go at it. Now uh, It seems like everyone's using NBA Jam as their uh, I'm going to take a break game. So. <laughs> Isn't that the whole entire purpose of NBA Jam? Well, it's, the rules are perfect for this. If you yeah. want to take a break, I mean, you only have to play a half of a game. Yeah, it's true. The rules in the tournament. It's over real quick. The first half. Which so it's is a perfect awesome. game. Like, well, I'm going to switch games, but I'll just play a quick game of NBA Jam. And, <laughs> That's uh, crazy. The games I've watched of that so far of various gamers, it's yeah. been uh, hilarious. Watching people get screwed out of points in the last couple seconds and... <laughs> Watching the computer just come back from like, right, a huge deficit. like it does. Yeah, yeah. The rage and everything I've seen. Rubber band eye garbage. Bit, I mean, <laughs> you know. And the thing about NBA Jam is it the games only got worse with that thing. Oh yeah. Like you played the PlayStation Two version. Yeah. I can't. Remember, it was probably ten, twelve years ago. I was playing a buddy of mine, and I was up probably twelve with like ten seconds yeah. left, and I lost. Yep. Like, all of a sudden, it was, like, yeah. the eight-pointer. I'm like, 
can't miss. Oh, well, you can't miss. Like, are you kidding? I was so <laughs> immaturely so upset, but it was still was like, you gotta be. This is stupid. Like, I mean, the original was stupid too. I mean, in the original, at least had the big Bill Clinton head. That's true. Which was awesome. Um, yep. Also on Friday, another uh, another program note. We have uh, in studio Jason Vasiloff, who has been on the chat tonight. Oh, cool. So uh, we can't cool. wait for you to come in here, Jason. So get ready uh, to hang with us and to wax poetic about you know stuff. Probably stuff and things. Yeah, things and stuff. Microtransactions. You gotta clean this place. Rotten it's food. Oh yeah, it smells so horrible. <laughs> Well, the rats, what about? the upside is we've killed all the rats. Except that one. Well, except, yeah, but he's just eating the other rat, the dead That's rats. That's why we haven't killed that one. No, exactly. He's kind of helping Technically, us. we haven't killed any I was going to say, he's on our side. <laughs> um, the downside is because he's still eating the rats' corpses, corpses it reeks yeah, in here. I mean, it's like, it's, it's almost hard to breathe. Yeah. But, you know, what are you going to do? We're just... I hope he doesn't turn on us. That's mainly the reason why we haven't gotten rid of it, is because there's so many rat, rat corpses, he kind of ignores us. Yeah. But he's huge. Well, of course he is. He's been eating all his rats. I know. He's like the size of a Labrador Retriever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's possibly is a Labrador Retriever, and he just hasn't sh uh, showered in, like, months. That would make a lot more sense. The yeah, giant and he rat. does bark a lot. <laughs> also, another program note is uh, Thursday, our guest is going to be Mazamoth. Cool. You can find him on Twitch. Uh, accomplished Mega Man speedrunner of various Mega Man games, the first six games. It's exciting. He's done 48 Robot Masters. He Damn. primarily Mega, uh, primarily speedruns Mega Man 2 and Mega Man 3. You can also, you probably heard him if you keep up with uh, the speed gaming Twitch channel. He's one of the commentators for the Mega Man tournaments. Awesome. Is he a fan of the movies Robot Jocks and Robot Wars, by chance? I don't know. He's French-Canadian. We'll find out. That oh, he here? does. He loves them, then. Yeah, those are... That was uh, voted... Those, that was the voted best uh, movie series ever in Quebec in, uh, like, 89, I think. <laughs> Wait till you guys hear his voice. You can definitely tell why he's a commentator. He has, yeah. like, that perfect, smooth voice. Unlike all of us. Yeah. <laughs> We're real janky. Yeah. Oh, something just came what? across the desk. What? New world record alert just verified. Oh my god. Stop the presses, everybody. I like that desk. That's a nice desk. That's the desk announcement. Looks like a desk from The Sims. It's <laughs> a pretty. What, desk. what do we got? What do we got? What's the new world record alert? <gasps> yes. Oh, what? Yeah, baby. All right. Tristan Guerin, San Marcos, Texas. Dropping a hot one. iOS Facebook Messenger basketball minigame points 20. Yeah, Tristan. What was the previous record? 19? 19, I believe. Up and it was by at, one. Uh, was it Ben Sweeney? Yeah. Didn't he say he had a 21-point oh run, like in the bank? He does, yeah. Oh, you better get back to work, Tristan. But wasn't he also room. saying that he was going to wait to get, like, a way higher score or something? He said he might. Yeah. But I think now's the time. Oh, I think now is definitely the time. And guess what? Way higher score right now is 21. So, <laughs> <laughs> come on, Ben. You can be tomorrow's, uh, you know, settle it over the desk. That sounds like a dirty thing that would happen. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. Uh, I know. <laughs> but it, it did just come across. That is wonderful. That is a wonderful new segment we have. Well done. Man. 
We were just talking about that before the show, too, Glenn. <sighs> yeah, it's so wonderful that things are coming across their desk daily. That's good. Yeah. But thank you, as always. Hottest, thank you again yeah, for joining yeah. us tonight. And tune in for the hottest desk in a video game. That's right. <laughs> we'll have all the up-to-date. Because I will not be there. behind it. <laughs> no, definitely. Micah uh, joined, uh, jumped in front of the hot seat tonight. For, I mean, just blindly. I'm not sure why that happened, but uh, it's good. What are we going to do? But thanks for watching. This has been Seven on the Screen Live for Mike Janae, Glenn Updike slash uh, AKA Nintendo. I'm Nick. We got Mike Soroka in the control room. Next Tuesday, Rocket League. Tonight's episode will happen a week from now. But join us tomorrow night. Yo Olympics with Chris Teeter and Fred DeHart. And thanks again for watching, everybody. Have a good night.